The question we have all been waiting for, how will I steal Christmas? Well, prepare to have your little doggy mind blown. That's right, I become Santa Claus. But instead of giving all the joy and happiness, I'll take it away. If he can deliver Christmas to the whole world in one night, then I can certainly steal it from little old Whoville. I mean, come on. What Santa have that I don't? That's hurtful. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Won't you come to your body? This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. Well, good evening to all. Season greetings to most. Merry Christmas, I say, except to our host. Through bombs and blockbusters, we sit in our chairs, all filtered through mood, this movie we view, all for the greater view. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Oh. <laughs> well oh. done. Oh, like, not since Chad pulled out butter on a Pop-Tart if I've been so speechless at an intro. That was, that was amazing. Oh, my gosh. I well, I figured, I figured with this type of movie, you need something a little bit more, uh, a little bit more susy to, uh, to start us off. Oh, no, that was great. Oh, man, this is episode oh, 200. Oh, this is, this is just the beginning, by the way. There's oh. More. oh, okay. Please tell yeah. me you found a way to kill me in rhyme. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, this is episode 279, and today we are talking about how the Grinch stole Christmas. I am for Sean. For the greater good, of course. Oh, for the good, yeah. I'm Sean yeah. Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Screaming Goat Jemison. That's my favorite part of this film. <laughs> That's the, old, the yeah. Screaming Goat. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and Sam... <laughs> The reindeer ate the other seven vector. <laughs> well, tonight I will say that to, that to Opie I'll kill is not a simple task in a movie so chill. But there's always a way to off Sean tonight, whether reindeer impaling or Whoville bar fight. But we can all just agree to call it quite fun to off Opie with a semi-automatic Grinch gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is great. Oh, I had no idea what I was in store for tonight, but this is <laughs> this is far better than I'm anything kind of I yeah, this is far yeah. better than anything I could yeah. have expected. Um <laughs> Well, I, I I've been known to, to, to bust into some rhyme. I I once presented an entire marketing presentation in uh, grad school in all in uh Twas the Night Before Christmas uh, rhyme scheme. That's we were doing a project on Christmas marketing. 
And, yeah. uh, it went off. It went really well. So, but that's it. That's all I got. So. <laughs> all right. That's, uh, no, that's, that's fantastic. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked. I hope there's more. Um, uh, that's it. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. No, I get it. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm super stoked that we, we got the, the taste yeah. that we got. So yeah, so, uh, there you go. <laughs> oh man, that was great. Anyway, so yeah, this is yeah. the um um what is happening? My computer's being really weird. Um I'm I I know this is dumb. I'm having a hard time copying information from one page to another. This is really <laughs> lame. Oh my gosh, I'm tired. Look, ladies and gentlemen, Copy we are based. we are here recording yes. this show. Um more for it's the very greater special Christmas show for you. More than just for the greater good, but also because well we wanted to do a Christmas movie this year. And we are also literally recording on Christmas Eve Eve. So Yeah. And we're all we're all tired and, and, and ready to uh to do Christmas things with our families. So we're gonna us. we're gonna do <laughs> I wouldn't say it that way, but <laughs> some people would, which is fine. Oh, well, you're, I mean, you guys are all musicians. Don't, don't your churches make you, uh, do your like slave labor on Christmas Eve? I don't, I haven't, no, I, 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 really? I, I wish. No, I don't. Well, dude, Kimberly and I are at, at church from three o'clock tomorrow till probably one o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Special. Yeah. No, sorry. I, 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 yeah, I, I have yeah. a uh, Christmas Eve service. Um, but I will not be attending. Oh, nice. We will not be in town. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'll ever happen. Uh, we're, we're pretty much tied into this. So, yeah. Uh-huh. We will be playing. I mean, now don't get me wrong. I love playing the horn and, and playing the baritone and being able to, but uh, it turns into a long day. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, we honestly, because we we've just moved here, well, by just I mean we've been here a year. We just don't have a church home, so we just don't mm, have a. Mm-hmm. I don't have a place to play. Uh, my friend uh, Catherine, dear friend of the of the show and voice of this is cheap seat reviews in the intro. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes she occasionally hires me to come play, but did not this year. So I will not have touched my horn, and that's not a euphemism. No. <laughs> in over a year. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, nice. I'm I'm a little bummed out, uh, but that's yeah. okay. You know, I'll, I'll. It is what it is. Yeah, it yeah. is, and that's fine. So anyway, so but yeah. no one cares about our musical no, uh, issues. What they care about is how the Grinch stole Christmas, and I'm sure everyone knows what that is because that story has been around a hundred years. But maybe you're mm. not familiar with this version, the newest version, the version mm-hmm. that we all asked. Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I totally, totally relate to that sentiment. So I, I will say this. Oh. The, the, the feeling that when I found out that this movie was coming out was the exact same feeling that I had back in 2009 when I, I learned that they were making another Hulk movie after only like four years ago mm-hmm. when, they, when they made the Ang Lee movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... But at the, but but I didn't know at the time there was a thing called Marvel Studios. I had to do some research to discover. Oh, Marvel Studios is now a thing, and they are doing their version of the Hulk and all of these things. Like I just didn't know that was a thing yet. 
that's not what the case mm-hmm. is with this. This is still kind of the case where I'm like, I guess it's been 18 years since we've had a a, a telling of how the Grinch stole Christmas. No, so. no, 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 no. Didn't we do a Jim Carrey thing? That was in 2000. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay, never mind then. It has yeah. been 18 years. Yeah. So. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, this one plays more to our kids than the Jim Carrey mm-hmm. version. The Jim Carrey mm-hmm. version's got more adult humor than than this one does. That um, happened a lot in the 2000s, 99s. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's I mean, this, the 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 Jim Carrey version has a lot of um humor that 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 works for the mom and dad as well as the kid. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I think good cartoons do that from time to time. I mean, gosh, my kids mm-hmm. don't care that Frozen 2 had an 80s power ballad. But <laughs> we loved it. Oh my gosh, loved it. So, well, I think of the Lego movie for God's sake. We were the four idiots in the theater dying laughing when when none of the kids were getting the joke. Yeah. <laughs> because it was for us. So, so Yeah. So Andrew, tell us what is this movie, this version, unless there's if it's different than any other version um, that IMDb says. Let me guess that it, it involves a Grinch. Well, I'm gonna do something different tonight, and I'm gonna read you three different versions. Okay. Oh, and you can guess we get to which guess one before? is for this one? Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. So here's number one. All right. On the outskirts of Whoville lives a green, revenge-seeking Grinch who plans to ruin Christmas for all the citizens of Whoville. All right. Okay. All right. A grumpy hermit hatches a plan to steal Christmas from the Who's of Whoville. All right. Oh, wow. That's quick. Okay. Yeah. And then here, a grumpy Grinch plots to ruin Christmas for the village of Whoville. Okay. okay. So and that's it. And so all, and then, all three it, it of those. It also kind of tells you why this didn't need to be made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all pretty I much mean, all same. three of those are exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, I would guess the the second one is this one. No, actually, the the oh. last one I read was this one. Oh, interesting. Oh. Did a you read them in Grinch plots to ruin Christmas for the village of Whoville? Did you read them in order of release? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I read uh, Jim Carrey's first. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Interesting. And then went back to the uh, Boris Karloff. Yeah, they didn't mince words back then. No. No. All right. Yeah. Um, so there we are. There we are. Cool. Thanks. Uh, so we'll do our five word reviews and then we'll get into what we feel about this. Cause this is obviously the first time we've reviewed. I mean, we've not the first time we've done an animated movie. Uh, I mean, gosh, mm-hmm. Sam and I did one two weeks ago in frozen too. Uh, but it's certainly the first time we've done. Well, actually, I don't think actually, honestly, I'm thinking about it, this isn't the first time for anything. Um, all right, never mind. This is a movie yeah. that we've done. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Oh, it's not the first animated. It's not the first Christmas movie. Uh, I don't really know what it would be the first that we. It is. It's not even our first uh, Benedict Cumberbatch movie. So I guess yeah. uh, it's not the first of anything except of no. the of the trilogy of Grinch movies. I guess it's the first. Have we done uh, Christmas movies? Did you say that? Yeah, we did. I mean, we did the Christmas Chronicles last year with. Oh, that's right. With uh, uh, Jim Henson as the main lead. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, who was in the lead? Yeah. Jim Henson, right? Jim, Jim Henson? Uh, Who's Jim Henson? I'd love to know who that guy is. He's the guy that was in the lead of the... He was Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. Yeah. That's more fun than the actual person. Um, oh, okay. You, are, you, are you genuinely conf- like confused as who it is? 
No, you're thinking of Chevy Chase. Chevy, no. <laughs> no, that's Christmas Vacation. Yeah? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd? I think. Didn't he die of cancer? <laughs> Dan, Dan no, Aykroyd? Was, no, Dan no Aykroyd. not Dan Aykroyd. The, the actor. The, oh, um, what was his last name? Wait a second. <laughs> this he is... was in like Dirty Dancing, wasn't he? No. No, not Patrick Stewart. No, or, no, or, uh, or, or Patrick Swayze. Swayze. No, not him. He he played he played uh, and it's not Jim Henson. It's not Jim Henson. Where, where, am, I, where am I getting Jim Henson from? Well, he's the the guy that created the Muppets, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. That's it. There yeah, that sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I honestly just thought you were doing a typical Sam where you were just making it up, but no, you you. Oh. Uh, uh, no, it's, again, I'm, we're I'm, we're all tired. Uh, hey, you were in the yeah. right ballpark with at least. I mean, you know what I'm saying like at least you got like a. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I mean, it's not like you said like like uh, like Alice Cooper or Johnny Depp. Oh, okay. You know, like yeah. you were at least in the ballpark. So I'm, I'm with you. I like it. Okay. All yeah, right. that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, so Sam, this is you're you're up for the your um thing. Um. All right. In in I, I poured all of my creativity into my rhymes earlier. So um, uh, the only thing I have is nothing new to see here. Okay. Um, I, I, while it was pretty, right. It was, yeah. it was gorgeous to look at. I love the lighting effects on the animation. It was all Christmassy and who, who doesn't love a Seuss, you know, designed type of thing, but mm-hmm. there was really, and there I'm sorry, there was two things that I thought they brought to the table this time that, that hadn't been brought before. Um, but it just really wasn't a new story and it was kind of boring because of that. I want to see something different. So, okay. That's, that's uh, my I'm, spiel. I'm going to argue yeah, I, that point I in just a minute. I kind of wondering yeah. why they, you know, they want to retell the story when it seems like you could have a, you know, a Grinch yeah. too. Or try to know. do something different or try. Or maybe you know, something happens where he has to help someone else find the meaning of Christmas. I don't know. Yeah, or like a sequel, like a true sequel. That's an interesting. Yeah, so bring something to the table. Well, I, I so. will. I am going to argue this, and I, okay. I guess I'll just go ahead and, and dive in with my. You're argument. wrong. Just let's go ahead. Is that the the thing that they do very differently in this movie than than the first two? Is that in the first one, the Grinch just kind of comes off as is he's just a bad dude, mm-hmm. and. Um, he's just grumpy and just kind of hates mm-hmm. everything, and he he just wants to stop everything because he just he hates it, right? You're talking about the backstory, then? Yeah, I'm just trying to get yeah have a little. Yeah, and that was my yeah that was like that was my one thing that I think they brought that was different well, that they gave the Grinch a reason to be so grumpy. Well, in the in the Jim Carrey version, um, the 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 town folk are <laughs> complicit in the Grinch's hatred of Christmas. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone there is all about the stuff and the material and doing bigger and better. And only Cindy Lou is the only voice of, she's the only moral choice or the moral code in the whole movie, the only voice of sanity, while everyone else is literally whatever. And then, you know, the mayor and his little minion, who of course is Ron Howard's brother, they're literally bullying the Grinch. And the Grinch's, his motivation is revenge based 
It's, mm-hmm. it's, tr- uh-huh. it's truly revenge-based. He just wants to get back at the people of Whoville for being kind of awful to Jerks. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are kind of mm-hmm. awful. And it, and it literally takes the moral of that story is it took him taking their stuff before they realized that Christmas is what it's actually about. So they have to have their own moralistic story, and then the Grinch can then realize, oh... Maybe maybe I'm wrong, and you know. So then, so so that's the difference. I think that's that's the one I like, because mm-hmm. there's more than just one guy having a story. Whereas in yeah. this movie, the Grinch is just he's just a dude that's just he had a he had a rough childhood, and as a result, he's just kind of angry. Mm-hmm. And and you kind of feel maybe he's a little bit more sympathetic that way, but he's not really a bad guy. I mean, he's honestly no. he's not that mean to Max. You know what I'm no. saying? His dog, he's he actually I mean, he hurts his feelings and then decides to to like make up to his dog like before he has the change at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why I think that this movie and maybe that's why like maybe they did that because they don't want to show animal cruelty to a kid when you're watching a cartoon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like Jim Carrey literally is throwing Max into the snow and stuff like that, right? But it's all fake yeah. and, and, and not at all actually harmful to the dog, whereas in this movie it's all oh, sorry, Max, what do you want to do? Oh, you want to go play drums while I play melancholy music on the organ? Okay, that's fine. Um, so, anyway. I, no, and, I, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, th- that's my that's my sole argument to your specific point that it's the same. No, it's, it's, it's it, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just the story itself, right? You, you've got your classic Grinch. You've got your Jim Carrey Grinch, and now you've got this Grinch. Mm-hmm. And I think the Jim Carrey Grinch, like you said, was just different enough that the story made sense. I think they had to go above and beyond to to make this feature film length bubble mm-hmm. on this one, including making Cindy Lou kind of annoying. She wasn't uh-huh. cute. She wasn't adorable. She was psychopathic. And, <laughs> and I just, I didn't think it worked. I, I do find it interesting that they decided to 2008 this up a little bit by having Cindy Lou be the child of a mom. You know, she has no dad. Well, a single mom. A, yeah. a single yeah. mom. And so she's you know, trying to, I mean, once again, she is the voice for whatever reason they pivot on this because she's not in this in the book. In the book, she's just mm-hmm. a little girl that wants a glass of water. Um, but they mm-hmm. use, they use her as <coughs> kind of the moral compass. And, and in this case, it's while everyone else wants present, she just wants her mom to be happy. Yeah. Which so. is good and all. But like I said before, it just felt a little psychopathic to me. <laughs> I, I, you know, to trap Santa. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I did think it was interesting. You know, I did think that that was an interesting way to, to, you know, ensnarl the, the Grinch. Right. Yeah. But I didn't, I just, I, I didn't appreciate it. And the other stuff, it's a little different is just because you need it is the sight gags, right? Is the fact that it shows that the Grinch is super clever and, you know, and all his gadgets and that the Mm -hmm. way he. He, you know, physically dismantles the town. He has all these machines that can do things for him and stuff. So, I mean, that that's kind of neat. It's like, 
wow, this guy could build all this stuff. Your town would be amazing if you had him on your side the entire time. Right? Yeah. And he did it in no time. Yeah. You know, it was a couple days, I think, when he had to, to go to, to ruin Christmas, or he decided to ruin Christmas. Yeah. Um, and then, of course. Oh, cor- wait. I've, I've decided what I want to kill you with. Oh. I, you're going to drive yourself mad, crazy, with the, uh, the acapella group following you that part uh, everywhere singing <laughs> singing I, songs in your ears i love the west side story play on on <laughs> the, the pentatonics version of that i just think that's i thought that was that was probably my second favorite part besides the goat <laughs> uh, the, the goat got me pretty too pretty much too. Yeah. uh andrew i ha- i haven't left you out oh of yeah the sorry yet. andrew it's okay uh i have two five word reviews Ooh. the first one had uh, it had way too much nudity. <laughs> That's the first one. The second one was um, no, seriously. Like you ever you ever think about cartoons and why sometimes it's okay to wear clothes and sometimes I don't know. Anyway, well, they even uh, so, in this movie they even have it so that his green bottom or or pants. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like he's, yeah, which, he's wearing yeah, underwear, and then he puts green pants and green shoes on. So, whatever. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like if you're gonna be green naked, just be green naked. Uh, anyway, I mean, okay, so blame Doctor uh, Seuss on that one. Yeah, my real review though is this was funny, but not that great. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I, I laughed, but. Eh. It's forgettable. It wasn't. Yeah, it really is. Um, I don't care about it, if that makes any sense. Like, I, I, I guess I could see your, your aspect about comparing it to the others. This one is, I don't know. This one has a little more heart to it. It's, but I feel like that's not the Grinch. Yeah, this one, here's a word for you. This one feels safer. There you very go. Very safe. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very... It was made uh, by committee. Um, it's very PC. And uh, it's not meant to offend him, any people. Not that the other Grinch not that movies you have did. To. Or yeah. that you have to, no. But it's like, it almost goes overboard in the fact that it's trying to be PC. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm again, I, I got you. Um I mean, I mean, well, look at the the Lego movie, right? And we all love the Lego movie. And they ha- obviously had a lot of of creativity to, to put into that, right? There's all sorts of different things you could have done. But the way they told their jokes on that in that movie and the way um, – how can I say this? The way they told their jokes and the way they, they proceeded with the comedy, it was totally uh, – felt like it was totally with abandon. Right. It totally didn't have a structure that, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't wait for you to laugh. And it just it this movie just didn't feel didn't feel right. It just it felt bland and uninspired. And I'm a I'm probably a bad person for thinking that, but I don't think I don't you're think, a no, bad I, I agree. No. I, I think that ever so often these studios say you know what, we haven't seen this in a while. Let's bring this back and make a few bucks. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like there's a 
whole lot into it. Maybe I'm wrong, and I'm sure the people that created this movie or and wrote the story would argue vehemently. But as a viewer, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get what they were trying to sell. Well, and I'll tell you guys this too. My daughters watched this with me, and doggone it, Sean, I did try to get them to record. I couldn't get it to work on my computer. Oh no, worries. I need a microphone. Doggone yeah, it, you do. Um, but they they were bored. Really, they were bored mm-hmm. during the movie, and a couple of times, you know, Lucy picked up her her iPad and started playing with her iPad because she was just bored with the movie. Interesting. So and your girls are I, older, and Andrew, your boys are older than my kids too. So, yeah. So, like I said, it's visually interesting, but that only lasts for a certain amount of time, and then it it gets old. Yeah, my seven year old is. I mean, he was okay with it. I he think. probably enjoyed it. My mm-hmm. seven year old loved it. So, yeah, yeah but but the nine year old was like, yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna play video games. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because yeah, they, yeah, and maybe your seven year old is like my seven year old. Basically, you either love it or you hate it. I mean, he has very, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't know any kind of nuance, right? So, like, mm-hmm. what, what, you know, what movies do you love? Uh, uh, Cars and Peabody Sherman. Like, he could name 30 movies that are his favorite. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, he might have, like, one or two that he doesn't like. Uh, the only one that I can think of, and maybe my, my wife is in the room while I'm recording. Maybe she can correct me. The only one that I know that he hates was Kubo and the Two Strings. He oh really? Ha- he wow. hated that. Yeah. Because it scared him. Uh mm. the, the, the witches with the with the wearing masks so their mouths don't move. That weirded him out. He didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So like if we're on Netflix oh, wow. and I'm scrolling through and Kubo shows up, he literally will yell, We are not watching Kubo. Oh, it, 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 gosh. It, he it did not like he did not like that. I mean and he but he was I think five when we watched it. So I mean it might have mm. been too young for him. Um but yeah, anyway, right. So right now, I don't know his favorite movies. I, I think he'd actually would put Spider Man in the Spider Verse as one of his favorites right now. I mean, every you time know what? I, so so would Lucy and Abby. They oh. really really love that movie. I mean, and when that it, makes me so happy that they love that movie. Yeah, because when I scroll <laughs> when I scroll by it, he goes, "Ooh, can we watch Into the Spider Verse?" Like, right? Yeah, you know, we're gonna watch a Christmas movie right now. So anyway, uh, <laughs> even though the the prowler that noise that the prowler makes kind of scared him a little bit. It, he's like that. that oh, the the yeah, just that yeah. noise, whatever that noise is, like a elephant charge. Uh, so my five word review was Doctor Strange stops hating people. Oh, so. <laughs> I kept trying to to, to envision uh, Benedict uh, being the guy behind the voice, mm-hmm. but I think he disguised it enough that it it. It really was a Grinch voice and not his. Does that make sense? In terms of a voiceover, it wasn't just, uh, you know, him doing it. Well, see, I kind of felt it. exactly the opposite. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I felt like I was listening to Benedict Cumberbatch the whole time. Huh. See, I'm, cause I, so I have a third opinion, <laughs> which, is, which is interesting. To me, it was, I know that it's Benedict doing a voice. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I wanted. Well, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I, you know, like it's like. It, you other hire, than the fact he wasn't doing his British accent. Right, but I mean, like <laughs> it's like imagine hiring James Earl Jones to do Mufasa, but having him do a different voice than his normal voice. Mm, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like it, it, if you're gonna hire Benedict Cumberbatch, he has a very distinctive baritone, mm-hmm. and I wanted that. 
Give me, really? give me the yeah. I want the guy that did that did that voiced Smaug. Smog. I, I you know like I wanted the voice of Khan. I wanted Sherlock Holmes, and instead <laughs> I got this weird version of Doctor Strange doing this kind of. You know what I'm saying? Because I use Doctor Strange because it's an American accent, but it, it but it wasn't even Doctor Strange's accent because even Doctor Strange he's still using his baritone. It's just with an American mm. accent. It and maybe they went with the Ameri- like his higher version of it because I mean he he in the in the in the trivia I, I did read something like he wanted to have a little bit different affectation, but I. I wanted Benedict Cumberbatch. If you're going to have this, if it's going to be sound completely different, then just hire someone else. Yeah, true. That's, that's my opinion. But I thought he did a good job, though, with, yeah. with in terms of, I mean, you know, you could tell he was, he probably, you know, like he did with Smaug, he, he rolled around on the ground like a dragon, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was, but I'm guessing he, he did something similar in this. Maybe he maybe he had green tea that morning or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, sorry, I'm I'm reading through some of the trivia. I was just there's a lot of trivia. I didn't get a chance to get to all of it. Um, like and it's funny that we both just mentioned Smog. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch compared the Grinch to his motion cap performance of Smog in the Hobbit. Hobbit saying Smog. Smog. For this character, a little bit of smog lives in a mountain, and he's quite angry and isolated and alone. So apart from take, talking to Max, who doesn't verbalize, it helps for the character in this instance. It does get very weird if you're doing quick-fire dialogue and you're not in the room with the people you're acting with. <laughs> hmm. So, anyway. Cool. Uh... Oh, interesting. I didn't realize this. Uh, Universal, the company that did this movie, also did the original. Not the original, the, the Jim Carrey one. So they own the rights to the film. Huh. So I guess that makes sense. Um, uh-huh. And honestly, I'm not 100% surprised. I honestly was surprised we didn't see a minion in there somehow. Oh, you know they probably hid it in there somewhere. Like 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 Disney does their hidden Mickey? Like I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I... I I'm scrolling through the trivia, so I haven't seen if they did, but it would not. They should definitely do that if they what? don't do that already. Okay, this is actually going to make you guys a little sad. I'm not going to lie. Beat Home Alone as the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time. Oh, oh that does make Yeah, sense. That, that's horrible. So I, have you, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's on Netflix there's a show called The Movies That Made Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's if a, you haven't seen it, there's an episode about Home Alone. Yeah, it's the same and guys it's that did really the, fantastic the toys that made us, right? Yeah, no, interesting. Yeah, yeah I do want a whole episode about uh, how Home Alone was made and almost not made, and that's a really interesting watch. Yeah, it's it's the reason why uh, we can't trust our kids to do anything by themselves anymore, right? <laughs> So Pretty everybody much. thinks Home Alone is a is a real thing. The uh, burglars coming after your kid. So, uh, so okay. So here's a here's a place that I want to go for just a second, uh, and I'm I'm. Is it where everybody knows your name? I would love to go there. 
Um, <laughs> it wasn't for the fact that it's in Boston. So yeah. here's my... So I mentioned it earlier in my, my point was that this movie is different than than the you know the other two in that it feels safer. Yep. Here's something that I want to also kind of emphasize in my point, and I think maybe our points with this movie is one of the reasons why I don't think that we universally liked it, is that I feel like this movie doesn't get the point of the Grinch movie, of the book. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to... Uh, yeah. I found this a while ago, a long time ago. Basically, someone went and came up with... When Dr. Seuss wrote these books, he had hidden intentions in them, right? Like, like a lot of children's books, there's a hidden meaning, but you have to make sure. it simple for kids. For example. So this person wrote these out, and I think these are pretty great. Um, like what the Sneetches, right? Racists mm-hmm. and other stories. Right? Like that's what that's referred to. Or the cat in the hat. The virtues of autonomy, efficiency, and skepticism. Or <laughs> I can't the Lorax is so small I can't read it. Hold on, I gotta get close to the monitor. The Lorax, which is the importance of environmental awareness in an industrialized society. Yeah. Um my wife's not here. I don't know what this one is. It, it's 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 got uh, I don't know the, the I don't know all of his books but it's like got these little blue people sitting on top of each other and it's a green background but the story says why Hitler is dangerous and other stories. Oh goodness! Uh, green eggs and ham is the f- how fear of the unknown hinders the development of informed opinions. <laughs> and Horton hears a who is the inherent ethical issues of isolate isol- isolationism. Sorry, that was hard. And. Of course, how to Grinch is the psychological implication of a holidayed, holidayed. That's not a word. Implications of holiday motivated materialism. Wow. So that's the one thing I like about the Grinch, the Jim Carrey version, is that he, the Grinch, chastises Who Whoville, calling mm-hmm. it you know the greed, the avarice, the. He knows, you know what you guys, you know, all your stuff, it, it goes to the garbage, which comes to me. I could choke myself on the amount of neckties you guys have thrown away. Like, he's literally chastising them for all of that stuff. Whereas, you don't uh-huh. feel that at all in this movie. It kind of feels like everyone is the nicest person ever. And yes, just mm-hmm. because Keenan Thompson's character has a lot of stuff, he's the nicest person on the planet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he's a little... Uh, Whoville version of Mr. Rogers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. That's why I feel like this movie kind of misses the point of the Dr. Seuss book because it doesn't feel like this movie is chastising people for the materialism aspect. <coughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. So that one that's, me off guard. That's kind of my overall point of this of this. And if you guys disagree, you know, let us know. But I I think this movie missed the mark. I just think I think this movie was meant for my kids. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It was meant for a, let's get the kids out on a holiday weekend, have the parents buy them popcorn. Let's make lots of money off the kids and be a one and done. I'm actually this curious. Is well, not and I also think it's, it was, you know, Illumination Studios is just really popular right now. And I think, you know, had Pixar done this, you know, 20 years ago, 
it, that would have been just as popular then as this one is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I agree. If Pixar does this movie or Disney Animated Studios, mm-hmm. from the people that brought you Frozen, they bring you How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Chris Pratt as the Grinch and um, Tom Holland as Max. You know, I don't know, whatever. Um, I don't know why I just used that cast of that new Pixar movie that's coming out. That's what I'm saying. It's the exact cast. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think about nice. that? It, it would make a billion dollars. I got, I have no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. But Pixar, the way they do stories, it would be totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Speaking I of... I mean, it would be vetted and would be... We would be crying that the Grinch is uh, an orphan and, um, yeah. you know, out in the cold at Christmas or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it wouldn't have, like, Pharrell Williams giving us a voiceover, which I don't... I, really again, weird voiceover. I didn't like that. I didn't like it either. I, I, I Anthony Hopkins is the perfect voiceover for the yeah. Jim Carrey version. And, of course, Boris Karloff doing the, the first one is, is also really great. But uh-huh. I don't know. It just seemed... Again, the, the voice acting seemed strange to me. Like Again, it was good. Mm-hmm. But in the camera match, it's good. I just... I miss it being him. And I, again, and for whatever reason, my narrators, I want to have, they're, they're omniscient, right? Like, they should all mm-hmm. have these big, deep, booming voices with one exception as Gonzo. <laughs> He's the only exception. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's, yeah. that, that, that actually, that leads me to my favorite Christmas movie of all time, but it's not animated, so we won't talk about it's it later. Muppet Christmas Carol, I'm it's, guessing. It's my favorite. But that's we watch that every Christmas Eve. We've watched it as a family since my son was born. We've watched it every year since we were married. Um, nice. It's just it's our it's our family tradition, and it's got Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to guess how much money this movie made worldwide? I would guess around seven hundred million. You're a little you're a little high. It's five hundred eleven million, but still five eleven. Wow, that's, that's a lot of money. Uh, speaking of Frozen, talking about that just a minute ago, if you don't mm-hmm. listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, you should. They had this past weekend the director of Frozen on there. Oh, and interesting. They had some, she basically you know, kind of talked about some of the things you and I talked about, Sam, was that they, she wanted to make a princess movie where the, the handsome prince isn't the hero, like isn't mm-hmm. the true love, you know, true love between sisters it, and stuff and... They made a twist on the typical story, which is why everybody ate it up so much. Yeah. If they could have made a twist on the Grinch story, I think it would have been eaten up. Yeah. I think just yeah. as much. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing would this thing would have been better as a musical? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. 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 More hmm. than just the, uh, the, the Grinch song. Yeah, which I did not like this version at all. I'm just no, me neither. But I'm not. I'm not into the that style of music. Well, I mean, I'm. It's not my my cup of tea either. But there are times when it 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 works in a movie. It fits. And yeah, uh, this honestly, this took me out of the movie. I know it's an animated movie, but it took me out of the movie, and I'm like, oh wait, when did I start watching? Um, um, shoot, what's it called? Uh. The the, the 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 illumination movie that made him popular, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Minions, Mr. Uh, the Breaking Bad, the first um, the first one, 
Despicable me. Despicable Thank me. You. Despicable me. <laughs> Breaking Thank bad. You. I love it. <laughs> Despicable <laughs> me. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me it's of that. Kind of, it's, it's, kind of, it, yeah. No, you're, yeah, it did. Yeah, it reminded me of that. And so yeah. that's when I was like, oh, well, are we watching that now? I don't. What, what happened? So I was expecting Doctor Nefario to come out and give the the Grinch a fart gun. So or Doctor Vector. Yes. Actually, you kind of are the Doctor Nefario of this group because you're old and hard mm-hmm. of hearing and say things what? wrong. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I don't. <laughs> Never. Uh, no, I'm perfectly. I, I am a good citizen in this podcast universe. Podcast universe. Yes, <sighs> that you are. All right. Uh, I only have one clip, honestly. Oh, I, I mean, please, I guess, please tell me it's the goat. Uh, oh, what's happening? And Merry Christmas! To you. <laughs> Sorry, I clicked on <laughs> the, <laughs> the the actual movie started playing, but that was actually pretty funny. That was not a clip that I pulled. It's the actual movie that's on my other computer. So, sorry. Nice. But, yeah, I have the goat part. All right, you ready for the goat? Okay, here we go. Yeah, goat. <laughs> oh, hey there. Sorry, little goat. I was calling for a ring. <laughs> what was that? Scrap, scattle. Strange goat. <laughs> Strange goat. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, here, my, now I will say my daughters died on that one. They loved that, so good for them. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, so you know, just just so we have it. Okay, here we go. Here's the uh, the second part. Sorry, I didn't mean for this to be this long. Max, we've hit the mother load. <gasps> we'll have 100 reindeer to pull off. <laughs> 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 All right. Only good part. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. All right, and here's the here's the other joke that's kind of funny. Santa had eight. He looks like he ate the other seven. There you go. So that was that. That's just that voice uh-huh. just weirds me out. I don't know. Um, you're weird. I, 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 well, you're not wrong. I do like the, the, the Keenan Thompson character. He kind of made me laugh. Um, <laughs> especially when he was like, I think I just saw Santa slay. I don't know what's in this cake, but. <laughs> I'm having another slice. Yeah. Uh, I think I found that part. Here it is. Let's it. Holy moly! Man, I don't know what's in this cake, but I think I just saw Santa Claus. <laughs> Let me get another piece. <laughs> he cracks me up. <laughs> I like Keenan Thompson, and I've met him. Oh, did you run into him? Uh, no, I. Uh, he came and played oh. a show at the college where I was working, and so I got to meet oh, cool. him and shake his hand. And he's uh, he was a very cool dude. In the thirty-eight seconds that I got to be around him, so Very cool. Nice. 
Uh, oh, yeah. So uh, as done before, and I think I mentioned last time when we did the Frozen, uh, I have another re- um, Declan review, my son, Declan, the seven-year-old. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so he gave me about a five-and-a-half-minute review, and I whittled it down to a minute 37. Kid likes to talk. He's getting more comfortable in front of the microphone, but he's also realizing that the color lights on my computer change when he talks. And so <laughs> he realizes that, oh, the lines get bigger if I get louder. And then when I laugh, they get even bigger. And therefore, I'm going to laugh even more. And it turns and he's into got a, control over it. And oh, yeah. yeah. And so then it turns into a whole thing. And so there's th- this is honestly, I spent more time editing this minute and a half clip of my son <laughs> than I do on the podcast. Because there's lots of times where he's yelling into the microphone. And I'm having to stop him and make him say the words correctly. So here's my son's little review of this movie. Well, once again, my son, Declan, is joining us for another short little movie review. How's it going, buddy? Good. Yeah. yeah. So what movie did we watch this week? The New Grinch. The New Grinch? Yes. So did you like this one? Um. Yeah, I liked it a lot. But though there was his house is weird. How did he get light system and power <laughs> in his house? It's a cave. It's a mountain. I I guess I don't know. I guess maybe he ran power lines up there from the city. That can't be true. That's oh. that can't be true. Okay. He'd have to pay He'd have to pay one million and eighty hundred dollars. A million and eighty hundred. That's one of the things. Okay. Um. Okay. So. So what? So what parts of the movie did you like? I have to say, I liked the whole movie. You liked the whole movie. Yeah. What was your favorite part? My favorite part is the goat. The goat that screams. All right, buddy. Well, uh, so you you liked it. You you want to watch it again sometime? You want to watch it again next year? Yes, please. Okay. Um, all right, buddy. Well, thanks for uh, joining me again on the show. Uh, I enjoy doing these little these little um, inter- interview, interview things with you. Things, yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, thanks again, buddy. Mm. All right. So, <laughs> so again, so uh, so he's very interested in the engineering aspects of the uh, the cave dwelling. It made me so proud hearing him say that because that's the stuff that I think about. <laughs> How did they get lights in there? Yeah. My goodness. The so the the two parts that had him in tears the first time we saw this. I mean just rolling so hard that laughing so hard I had to pause the movie to, so he could catch <laughs> his breath was when the very beginning of the movie when his alarm goes off and he starts hitting it with things. Oh. <laughs> and so he he starts to chuckle, right? And then when he finally throws the lamp and hits it and it falls off, that was it. Like, that is the, if you want to get my son to laugh, that's it right there. <laughs> like, he lost it. Nice. Um, obviously, the goat, he, he lost it on the goat, uh, the goat part. And then I think the second time when the alarm goes off, when it's down at the bottom of the cave and then he drops the dresser on it. Um, oh, yeah. That that part had him rolling pretty pretty much, too. <laughs> 
for the rest of the oh. movie, he's just he's just fine. But man, he when he throws yeah. that lamp, I mean, so now the second time when we watched it for this podcast, when the second time we watched it, he knew the lamp was coming, and Douglas <laughs> just goes, "Grab the lamp, yeah!" and just like he gets into it. And when he hit the lamp, man, he he was all over it. So he thought it was pretty funny. So anyway, there's that's my son's review of the Grinch. Awesome, again, great hi- job, Deck. Highly, job. highly edited. <laughs> Because <laughs> he he went on about a good five seconds of what the goat sounded like. So, oh, oh nice, okay. yeah, good for him. Strange goat. I mean, you got to know, right? <laughs> oh, that's not it. Uh, hey there, sorry, little goat. I was calling for a ring. <laughs> 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 so strange. <laughs> I mean, it's so weird. And like, because and the reason why they put that in the movie because that was at the time where everyone was watching those screaming goat videos on YouTube. So I mean, it, yep. it made it made sense. Uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, now for some more bad news. Ready? I've already mentioned some of the trivia. I'll, I'll go ahead and do some of this other stuff. Um, uh, in November 2027, 2017, I mean, not twenty twenty seven. Danny Elfman was revealed to be a composer. To be composing the film score, Tyler, the creator, uh, that's his name, wrote a Mm -hmm. new song for the film titled I Am The Grinch. Tyler and Elfman collaborated on a new version of the song You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, for the film, which was featured in the final trailer. Uh, A frozen lake in the film is shown to be the shape of a heart, foreshadowing the end when the Grinch's heart grows three times in size. Mm Mmm. Dumb. (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry we mentioned this kind of earlier uh max is still the grinch's morality pet but instead of being a frightened (laughs) for what was that for for, for once for once it wasn't me (laughs) it wasn't me sorry i uh didn't realize my phone was on So instead of being a frightened, timid dog who reluctantly does the Grinch's bidding, Max is very much loving and loyal to the Grinch. While he is by no means a nicer guy, this version of the Grinch is shown to be marginally kinder to Max than the cartoon or the 2000 version, generally by treating him more like a typical dog owner would and at one point playing with Max with a small, affectionate smile on his face. Overall, the Grinch is much less antisocial than his previous incarnations, but it is implied his motive for stealing Christmas is partially more of a Freudian excuse than out of sheer malice. A lot of words. Yeah, but again, like, I mean, that's that's kind of heady for, for my seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. That's all the trivia I wrote down. There's all, again, there's a lot of this stuff, but a lot of this stuff's just, you know, it's typically kind of dumb. Um, yeah. So, anyway, whatever. Uh, moving on to uh, this part. Excuse me while I whip this out. So we decided to do top three animated Christmas movies. So, animated Christmas movies. And Andrew goes first in this category. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Start old school with uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Ooh, um, yeah. Some of the, in my opinion, some of the best uh, music 
in a in a Christmas cartoon. Sean uh, loves Charlie Brown. Mm. <laughs> I, um, Andrew, I I just the I the 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 Vince Scaraldi, I think that's how you pronounce it, band trio is is really great. And the Snoopy the dog is fun and you know the Red Baron bits were great. I hate it. Did you find Charlie Brown annoying? I, I not just Charlie Brown. <laughs> I find Lucy to be the most horrific human being on the planet. And I think that's why I like it because even then, even as a child watching it, I knew God, kids are not really this mean to each other. And 2019, now they are. Yeah, they are. They really are cruel. Well, they're different. Cruel. I think peanuts you came know? to life. I think they're different cruel now than they used to be. I just because like yeah, when we were when we I were don't think kids, anybody was that cruel. I think they were. I mean, I you know we were all bullied when we were kids. At least I was. And but the difference was is that the bully said a thing made me made me sad. I made a sad face, and then he realized that he was being mean to me and kind of stopped. Whereas now we're doing it online. We're like, yes, we must be mean and do all these things because there's no. You don't see a sad face, you know. It's no filter. Yeah, yeah, there's no. Really, you showed a sad face, and they went away from you. Not necessarily went away from me, but like, honestly, the only like eventually it stopped. No, maybe, maybe, maybe. Dude, that's I, that was like that was like crack cocaine to my bullies. If I showed any kind of emotion, it was like they won the day and would just just uh-huh. keep piling on. No, maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, maybe they stopped because I grew six inches from freshman year to sophomore year. I don't know, yeah. but. Um, I used to get hit in the head with bologna at lunch, the lunchroom table. <laughs> Why? Because you were in band? Because I was, I was in, in the eighth grade. I was the fat band kid, and that's what they would do. And I actually, I was very lucky to have a ninth grade cousin who was a uh, like the head cheerleader of our football, whatever they do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And her boyfriend was the the head bully and of course she basically made him stop doing it but whenever she wasn't around well, game one yeah see i was i was fortunate that like those clicks that you see like in tv shows like glee where the jocks hate the band and all that stuff we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't have that because the our our and i say only good flute player, flute player and she really was the only good one her older brother was the like star running back for a while on the team and mm. so you do, you're not gonna mess with his sister, and mm. so like, and then okay. we had another guy on the football team that was in band with us. He was on the team. He would literally play a half of football. Again, we were bad. He he played linebacker. Yeah, so, you were kind of at a white school though. Like you didn't um, have football. Well, that's not. But I bet your base. I bet your baseball team was pretty good. Our soccer team was really good. And soccer, yeah, yeah. Our soccer team was really good. No, we had we get we had uh my freshman year we went to the playoffs in football because we had one really great player that went on to the mm-hmm. NFL. But after that, we were terrible. They've since gotten better. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it was a white school. I mean, it was probably like sixty forty. Yeah. So. Um. Anyway, not the point. So the point is number two. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 the point is, is that Charlie Brown sucks. <laughs> While you guys are oh talking my about God. white schools and black schools, and, and, uh, and I'm going to go Andrew's, on with my Christmas list. Yes, yeah, please, Andrew's please. slowly <laughs> fading into the background. I'm not having anything to do with this. Um, yeah. So number two for me is Polar Express. Okay. Oh. Um. <laughs> also, 
we great, great music. Just got finished and watching then, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then number one, I, I have a strange relationship with number one. Because when I first saw it, I hated it. But every time that I've seen it since then, it's grown on me. And it's become one of my favorite Christmas movies. And that is Rise of the Guardians. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Totally agree with that one. Yeah. Totally agree. Now, the first time I saw it, I thought, God, this is awful. This is not, you know, a Christmas movie. This is, they're turning, you know, mythological characters here into superheroes. And and then it, part of me just said, you know, who cares? They should be. They have powers. Yeah. It works. Yeah, <laughs> it, it works. works. Totally agree. Yeah, I get. I and and it's voiced by Chris Pine, so you got a Star Trek connection. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah, uh, Sam. All right. Well, first, I, I the Polar Express is absolutely nowhere near my uh, my movie list. I, by the way, if I mean seriously, if if they did the movie, everything is the same. It's the same uh-huh. voice acting. Everything except the technology to make people is today. Is today you would love the it movie. It would be a good movie. Uh, absolutely, it's yeah. that uncanny valley that I can't get past. It's yeah. too weird looking. It just doesn't work, and the, it makes me creeped out. So anyway, so, I, I've no, got hang, my uh, no hang in there, Christmas. Sam. Just real quick, just real quick. Just, so we watched it tonight. Like literally, I finished finished watching it and then jumped on to record with you guys. And mm-hmm. there was one part in the movie because again, all the uncanny valley stuff. The, the eyes, the eyes are a little weird. The facial expressions aren't quite there. The, the, the other part that's always kind of bothered me is like it feels like that their teeth inside their mouths are just kind of floating in there, like <laughs> like they're like they're not attached to a framework for the animation. It's like mm-hmm. their mouths open up, therefore we just they just float inside those holes. It's a little weird. But there was another part that it wasn't until this viewing that really annoyed me, and it's when. Um, the little kid Billy is talking to Santa. Santa's like six foot four, and Billy's like four foot one, right? I mean, and when <laughs> and when the camera's looking up, Santa isn't looking far enough down for the eye lines to work because mm-hmm. Billy is like within arm's reach of his belly. And so Billy's having to crane his neck to look up, and Santa's looking like he's looking 40 feet out and down. And it was this time I'm watching going, Hmm. Either Santa just right. either just doesn't care that Billy is like right under his foot, or the animators forgot that they made him six foot four. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like it, it for whatever reason, I was I was kind of aware of that. So anyway, sorry. Please now go yeah. with your thing. No, um, so okay. So I, the honorable mention does go to um, the Peanuts gang um, on there. Uh, my number three is the Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yay. <laughs> uh, which I really like. I love that one. Yeah. My but, number but, two but, is Rock. No, Sam, Rise of the Guardians. Rise What's of, that? So let's just think about the Mickey's Christmas Carol because yeah. it's because uh, it's the DVD collection that has Mickey um, doing the the deck to halls. Where, yeah. where like Pluto wrecks everything and you get the chipmunks. But it's also the Christmas Carol. It's on a DVD set that I have. But it's also the Christmas Carol. C- can you imagine in any scenario where Goofy is evicting people from their homes? Because he's morally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, I know they needed to have someone in that role. I mean, Pete would have been would have made the more logical choice. But then you can't have yes. Goofy as the the ghost of future future Christmas, whatever it is, Christmas yet to come. But 
it just the idea of Goofy like, all right, guys, time to get out of the <laughs> house. All right, Mickey, let's get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, just ridiculous. out into the cold with you. Yeah, exactly. Well, you kind of turned into uh, Jimmy Stewart there a little bit. <laughs> I know, really, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. All yeah. right, sorry. I know I keep interrupting on everyone, but please. No, 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 no. no. So, what was my number two? Rise of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. My number one, and I, I, you guys are gonna have to rule on this one. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it's in my list too, so I'm with you. Okay. All right. All right. So that works. It it works. Okay, it's technically not an animated film, but uh, yeah, but you yeah. and I we've had this argument before, and I think I was on the side that it's not because it's claymation and it's technically you're taking a picture, <laughs> so it's not an animation. Mm-hmm. Tonight I'm saying it's animation <laughs> <laughs> because I love the movie. It's and just so darn good. Yeah, and if I can and now it's funny we don't watch it as a, a Christmas movie. We watch it as a Halloween movie, but it it is uh-huh. a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. and um, it works. Yeah. So the only one that I have and my yeah. my honorable mention that we haven't already mentioned because I do have Rise of the Guardians is my number three, which is interesting because I only have we we've owned that movie for like five years. And it's oh, yeah. just one of those movies I think I mentioned earlier that every time my wife would put it on, I'd fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> so, like, I would see Jack, like, being born, and then it's the end of the movie. And I'm like, oh, okay. But you talk about the, the new computer animation. That is, like, that movie is gorgeous. It's just well, so flipping gorgeous. But they're not trying to make the people look super realistic like they are for Polar yeah. Express. I mean, they're still cartoon yeah, right. stylized. So I watched yeah. it all the way through last Christmas and went, oh, this is actually really good. We didn't get to watch it this Christmas. Maybe we'll watch it tomorrow, like just during the afternoon. We used um, to have it on our, um, whatchamacallit, on our uh, DVR, but lost that when we got rid of cable. So I have Mickey's Christmas Carol because I love that movie. We watch it every year. Um, yeah. Nightmare and then Rise. I guess the only other one I would put on the list that I didn't is, I, I do love the Polar Express, but it wasn't until tonight's viewing where I was like, this movie's kind of long. Mm-hmm. I, it, it felt every bit of like an hour 45. It, the movie could really... Well, you also were, were ready to get this going on the road too. A little bit. Right? And I'm just a little yeah. tired as we all yeah. are. And But for some reason, I was just... I was like, oh my gosh, how many times are we going to put these children in peril? I mean, these <laughs> kids are in peril more than Harry Potter. You know, just... That is true. They, they are in peril a lot. Um, and there might be another... And whoever group, built that railroad... Uh, needs to uh, needs to lose their license. <laughs> Though I have done it with all, with both of my kids. When it comes time for the big gulch, the big drop for like the you mm-hmm. know the roller coaster bit, I put them in my lap and we do the coaster. Like, you know, they they get a little uh, experience. Oh, you, with that. You're during the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show type of uh, something doing. like that. Yeah, only we don't throw toast or hot dogs. Um, so the only one that I have that you guys don't are that they're shorts. They're not film features. So I guess it's kind of a cheat, but it's the prep and landing movies by Disney. Mm. I, I, I don't think I've seen them. So they're cute. They're fun. Your girls, I think would like them. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're kind of fun. So just a different take on the same story, um, part. Um, so, but we've watched those for years and this time my wife asked a question. So in, in the movie, in the series, they have code names for everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the reindeer are referred to as eight maids in milking. So like when she's trying to call just the reindeer to ask them like what's going on, she's like eight maids in milking come in and, the, and he's like, 
man, I hate that call sign coming in, you know, like, <laughs> so she says, cue Rosebud, and then out from the ground comes the sleigh. And Sarah Rosebud, looks, oh, the and, sleigh, I yeah, get it. And so Sarah, oh. Sarah looks at me and goes, I don't get that. I've never understood that. And I said, Rosebud is a reference to Citizen Kane, and that the term Rosebud literally is just his sled from when he was a kid. That's why they that's call it. That's awesome. That's what they call it. Again, that's a, a bit no child will get. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right. Like that's only for people, only a few people that have even even know what the rosebud reference means. So I mean, my mm-hmm. wife, a very educated woman who is way smarter than I am, didn't get the reference because she's never seen Citizen Kane or just has never heard that that phrase in that context, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, mm. prep and landing. There you go. That's that. Um so now we do this part. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Oh crap! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Uh, why again? I do this every week. Why don't I not have this? <laughs> we had a montage in this—a montage of him building the the sleigh and getting it all ready. So, uh-huh. anyway, I just I hadn't played that in a while. So there you go. Uh, nice. Now we do this. Oh, no, not that button. Gosh, this one. Wait, what's supposed to happen? I about started playing the outro music. Uh, we're going to give this an out of 10. We give this a score, as we do all of our films. Um, we give it a, a, a score of a 0 to 10. And I will start with Andrew. Yeah, sorry. I was just looking at a picture of Baby Yoda, and that made me too happy to score this film. Um, <laughs> i got to find something else to look at real quick. Um <laughs> Yeah, this like I said, I it was it made me laugh, but I think it made me laugh for the wrong reasons, um, <laughs> and I guess maybe the right reasons with the goat, but uh, it wasn't the Grinch story. It was a different story of the Grinch, and uh, I don't know. I felt like he was too nice, and Benedict Cumberbatch. I just didn't do it for me in this one. So I'm going to give this one a 4.7 okay. out of 10. Sam? All right. Well, I'll remember this one probably the most for uh, well, for the goat. Uh, you know, and, and you always go to a movie, try to see something new or something that really makes you laugh. But if I see that goat thing again, I'll probably uh, crack up. But um, it's just bland. It's just just bland. Even though it's pretty to look at, it's bland storytelling, and I don't like that. Um, yeah. I kind of I, I agree with 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 Andrew. I had a four point five two out of ten for me. It just I don't I don't care to see it again. I don't think it's that good. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna give it a five. It's fine. Yeah. It's not great. It's fine. I I mean, I'll watch it again next year if it's on Netflix because my kids will want to watch it again. And it might be part of our rotation. The, I, there's two kind of, uh, there's three kind of redeeming moments for the movie, right? You know, obviously the goat's kind of funny, we, which we've mentioned like 15 times. I mean, mm-hmm. this should just be called Dr. Seuss's The Goat. <laughs> um, yeah, had they made a Seuss movie about the goat, I would love that. <laughs> Uh, I, I think Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. I think he's good. I just wish he used a different voice, but I think what he did was really good. And the fact that the movie is only an hour and 20 minutes, I think really also helps. 
You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's not a long movie. It, I, and you don't it never feels long. I love Polar Express, but by the, by, by the time they're still the kids are still wandering through the streets of the North Pole and you're just sitting there thinking, "My gosh, just this is worse than the Lord of the Rings." Like, let's just have an ending. So, <laughs> get mm-hmm. on with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's our movie. That's our review. That's our show. That was fun. Uh, of course, there's Benedict Cumberbatch is, of course, our Star Trek connection for this movie. I haven't done that in a while. I gotta remember to do and that. And who does he? Who did he play in Star Trek? He uh, he. Uh, oh, um, do I have he played? it? He yeah. I, give me a second. I have it. He played somebody. Are you sure? No. He Your played. Trek fan doesn't have this on on ready on uh, standby. I mean, you know, I should, and I don't know why I don't. I have. <laughs> I have the wrong stuff. I have the wrong stuff. All the wrong Star Trek stuff's coming up. Oh, I am yeah. so deeply disappointed. Well, you should Yeah, be. we'll fix it in post. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have this at the I have this at the ready. And I'm going to punch that bleaker kid in the wiener next time I see him. I got that at the ready. But... <laughs> um... I don't know why I don't have the other one. Uh, what is this? Nice. There you go. Oh, there we go. Sorry. I don't know why that came up. Yeah. That works. Yeah. I had All that. right. What are we doing next week, Sean? Well, I don't know. We should have talked before we recorded. Um, the next movie we will do, whenever that happens to air, let's put it yes. that way. Whether that it's is. A crazy weekend, folks. Yeah. Whether it's. Be- Oh, sorry. Hello. (laughs) I started panicking. I'm like, who? What is playing on my computer? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. No, it's all right. So, if we record next week again, it'll be just a day before or day or two before the new year. Um, The schedule says the new. I put it on here because I just wanted to. Six Underground, the new Ryan Reynolds action flick directed by Michael Bay. That's direct to Netflix. It looks so much fun. I want to do this. So six. Well, how about this? Okay. Can can I, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. You both have seen it. I need to see it. Oh, let's do star Wars. Oh, you want to do a spoiler, spoiler episode of uh, episode of star Wars. Okay. Yeah. And then we can do, we can do whatchamacallit. But yeah, I think, I think that would be a good idea. Yeah, uh, the last, not the last Jedi. Gosh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, absolutely. We, I'm yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, no, yeah. I said, Andrew and I watched it, and um, all I'll say before next week is, uh, well, I I enjoyed it. Don't you dare! Oh, I'm not going to spoil anything. No, no, no. I wouldn't okay. do that. No. And honestly, Sam, there's not a whole lot to spoil. I mean, truthfully, there's just yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like one thing I could say, like Andrew and I could say. Mm-hmm. That would be quote unquote a spoiler, but honestly, yeah. I that was spoiled to me before I went into the movie theater, and so when that thing happened, I'm like, okay, whatever. I, you know what I'm saying? Huh. It didn't. It didn't count. I'm not gonna say what it yeah. is because it might matter to you more than it did to me. It didn't matter to me. Um, okay. So, but it technically was a spoiler. And then after we're done here, I, I can hang up with you and then tell what it, tell it to Andrew what it was, or yeah. I can just wait until next week, but. Um, anyway, that's it. That's our show. That was uh, fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, again, next week we'll do a review of the Star Wars movie. And that will be fun. Uh, in the meantime, go to our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. 
Um, I I didn't get. I haven't had a chance to keep going. So we're uh, you can only go down to about ninety at this point. I'll get there. I promise. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Um, at Cheap Seat Cast is our Twitter account. Cheap Seat Reviews at gmail.com. Uh, I got a weird email yesterday or the day before about somebody wanting to monetize our podcast. Now it's just, I was like, oh, yeah, no. So That's a little close to prostitution. Yeah. So, And we would never prostitute ourselves for uh, the benefit of the show. Never, no. ever, never. <laughs> we're also on Instagram, <laughs> barely, but we're on it. And again, my call to action to you guys, the listeners, uh, is spread the word. Just share it with a friend, coworker, people that you like, people that you don't like. If you do generally like the show, and I do think that there are a few of you out there that do, please let us know. Um, I do think it's cool that I have friends that listen to the show. To the fact that last week I made reference to a movie, I think I said. He was in uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and he sent me a text and said, it's actually how to, how to or 10 Things I Hate About You. I got the 10 part right, and that was it. So <laughs> that was actually kind of cool. Man, uh, how dare you get something wrong like that? Jeez. Yeah, I know. I get stuff wrong all the time. It's just cool that I got people out there <laughs> correcting me. So. so anyway, on behalf of Sam and Andrew and the Grinch and the Goat, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.